Today's shir is Masech Daf Nun Aleph. We will begin on Daf Nun Ahmed Beis, the last words. As we had learned in the previous shir, the Mishnah taught us that the opinion of Rav Gamliel is that there's Ein Get Achaget, Maimer Achamaimer. In the Gemara, in our shir today, Mr. Shem will delve into that halacha. And starts the shir, Amar Rava. Rava says, My Tamad Rav Gamliel, why does why does Rab Gamliel hold that enget en achaget? Says the Gemara, and why does he hold a mimer achamaima? Says the Gemara, the mesapkle, because says the Gemara. In order to understand Gamliel, we need to understand because Gamliel actually was not quite certain. Mesapkle, he's not quite certain. He get. Dachi, Eloi Dachi. What is the power of the get that's given to a Yuvama? We know, as we discussed extensively in our previous year, that the options the Torah gives by a Yuvama, a Yibam, and Chalitza. And now Rabbi Gamliel says the Gemara, why does Gamliel have a, why does Gamliel not questions, what is the power of the get? That is given. And similarly, he wants to know what is the power of the mimer that we learned that he gives validity again, that the mimer that's done, what does it accomplish? Ikani, Eloikani. Is it affect a Kedushin with this Yavama or does it not affect the Kedushin with the Yavama? And the Gemara explains. Get Eloi Eloidachi. He, as we just said, had a question on the power of the get. See so if we're going to say, that the Kamadachi, that the first get was completely, that was given, was completely valid and powerful. So then the get that's given afterwards, Basramai covered, really doesn't accomplish anything. And that's why Rogamil holds that it's not going to do anything because whatever is done, the first, the first get already did. On the other hand, says the Gemara, E, if the first get, that the get doesn't have any power in the setting of a Shemer Shavim, then then it doesn't have, then the second get also doesn't have any power in the setting of Yumim. And the same question he has, says Robin, explaining the opinion of Rabbi Gamliel, Mimer, he has the same question when he discusses Mimer. Does Ikani, Eloikani, does the mimer accomplish and does the mimer accomplish or does the mimer not accomplish? And he explains himself. If by doing mimer, which truthfully throughout halacha is a very valid way of affecting a kedushin. So if it does indeed accomplish, then basra my covet, then it hasn't done anything in terms of of the second, and the second one that had mimer, because ever, whatever is supposed to happen, already happened with the first one having received mimer. And if on the other hand, we're going to hold that loikani, that mimer has no effect, so then basunamaloikani. So just like the first mimer didn't accomplish anything, the second the second mimer didn't accomplish anything, and therefore, says Ragamil, there is no point there is no point in going back and forth with this discussion when we speak about 
when we speak about what should be Talochi here. So the Rishonim point out, why does the Gemara focus on explaining a Gemliel's explanation and not explaining the Chachamim? So the Rishonim explain, and it's very much connected to what we discussed in our previous year. Yesterday we learned in the Shir that the Rabbanon, we learned extensively at the end of the Shir, that the Rabbanon had all sorts of concerns, we learned, when Yibam and Chalitz, when you do Mimer, what will be the effect of having, do, having done Mimer? Maybe people will make various types of mistakes, as we learned in the previous year. And because we had all of those considerations in the previous year, that's why the Gemara in our year today understands the Chacham made all these sorts of zeros. But according to Gamliel, he obviously doesn't make zeros. And that's why he holds Ein Get Achaget. And that's why he holds Ein Maimer Achamaimer. And therefore, the question is, what is the basis for Rogamil's opinion? Tysus actually says that the reason the Gemara focused first on Rogamil's opinion versus opinion of the Chamim is just the opposite. Because Tysus says the Gemara assumed that the explanation of Rogamil, Rogamil is a much easier position to understand than the opinion of the Rabbonin. And since he's an easier position to understand, the Gemara was more f- to try to explain his position first. So the Gemara explained, that Rav at least explains, that the Gamliel is not, is not quite certain what is the power of get. But if it works, it works. But if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. So ask Tysus, maybe Maybe, how did Rav know that Gamliel is not certain? Maybe Gamliel was certain that the get is powerful and that the mimer is powerful. And because he was certain that get is powerful and mimer is powerful, that's why he said the ain't get ach get, very mimer ach mimer, because once it's powerful, there's nothing more to talk about. So Tysus answers that it goes back to something we discussed in yesterday's shir. If that were indeed the case, that the way to understand the opinion of Ragamil is that Ragamil holds that a get or a mimer is completely powerful, then why would Ragamil in the previous why would Ragamil start differentiating versus where there's a situation of there was a get and a bia and a get and a chalitza and all the various combinations that we learned in the Mishnah? All of those combinations that we learned in yesterday's shir weren't, were, would really not be understandable if it is the opinion of Ragamliel that the get is extremely powerful. The fact that Ragamliel in the previous shir did begin a discussion of, uh, did agree under certain circumstances where the get is valid and certain cases where it's not is clearly an indication that Ragamliel himself is not quite certain if the get is powerful or not. Moreover, we have a rule. Suffolk the Rais Lechumra, Suffolk the Rabbanon Lekula. So the Rishonim ask a question. If indeed we have that rule, that we always go Lekula by a Daraisa, by a Rabbanon, and we always go Lechumra by a Daraisa. And there's no question that, midar- that the only consideration that we really are supposed to have is a Rabbanon. 
Because if we look in the Pesukim, the Torah, there is no Pesukim in the Torah that speaks about a Maimer or speaks about a Get by Yavama. So it's certainly, any conversation we're having, it's certainly only a conversation that we're having with Rabbanan. And why don't we apply the concept of Suffolk the Rabbanan Lakula? So they say a very interesting answer. When do we apply the concept of Suffolk the Rabbanan Lakula? We only apply the concept of Suffolk the Rabbanan Lakula when it's a Suffolk that, that, we don't, that the, the halacha is not clear and we don't know what to do. Here, it's a much more fundamental question. Since it's a question how to, tano- how to understand what the Tanoim said, that is not actually called very bechidish. That is actually not called a Suffolk Rabbanon, and we can't just apply the concept of Suffolk Rabbanon Lakula. So this was Rav's explanation in the opinion of Rogamil. Eisrei, Abaya, so Abaya asks a Gemara that we just quoted that we learned in the previous year, Major Gamliel, that Gamliel agrees yesh get that even though there's no get acha get, there will be get, as we explained in our previous year, under certain circumstances, a get will be effective after Mimer. The Mimer sometimes will be effective after a get. And certain, and certainly, similarly, we learned in our previous year that there's going to be the get will have, we will consider the get lacha be or mimer after there was first a be and then a mimer and then a get. That's a get that we have to consider. And similarly, we learned in our previous year that we have to consider the circumstance where there was a mimer done after be of a get. In all those cases, we learned. Der Gamliel does consider does consider the get or mimer valid. Now points out a bayer. If as Rav is explaining uh, Rav Gamliel's opinion, and the way to understand it is, we have a suffix. If mimer is considered a kenyan, or mimer, or not, or if it's a get considered a get, to heavy, it should be considered. That if the bia was done in the second woman, so the get and the maimer should not be. Cons- if you hold it sloikani, so then the tikni she should be she should become a full fledged wife of the vama the tahana the tanan. If haven't we learned habia? If the first thing we spoke about this in yesterday's year, if the bia was done in the first woman. The first thing that was done was be up, then everybody will agree that says there would be nothing to discuss. Why does it, if a if from Gamliel it holds that the mimers considered nothing, so then why would the beer done afterwards be considered something? Because, and let's explain this bit better. If the mimer was effective, so then the first Yavama became his full-fledged wife. And there's no Zik anymore. And the beer that was done afterwards is meaningless. And therefore, if there'll be a third wife that gets a get, where the Mishnah said, we have to consider that also, why should we consider it? Because either the first Yavama is his wife, or the second Yavama is his wife. And the same thing regarding a get. If the get that was given to the first wife was considered a valid get, if the get that was given to the first wife is considered a valid get, 
So then the Yibum that was done with the second wife is a meaningless act. And since if, if it's a meaningless act, so then there's no question that when we speak about the third wife, there's nothing to talk about. Anything that could have had the third wife in our Mishnah certainly should not have to be dealt with. Because if the first get was good, then the Yibum that was done afterwards was a meaningless act. Because she already became, the Zika was broken with that get. If it isn't meaningless, so then the Yibum that was done with the second wife, because the way we're learning now explains Abaya, the way we're explaining Gamaliel's opinions now, we're dealing with absolutes. It is or it isn't. And if it isn't, asked the Gemara, then why do we need to, then if it is or it isn't, then the first two wives will have a question because we won't know who is the real wife and who is, is there still Zika, is there no Zika. But on the third wife, we shouldn't have to be concerned with her. Yet our Mishnah was concerned with the third wife as well. El Amabayim, and therefore, Abaya has a different explanation of the opinion of Gamliel. Says the Gemara, It's obvious to Gamliel, beget the dochi. That get does have, have the ability to break the zika. A mimer has the ability to make her your wife. And therefore, after any beer that's done after that beer will be meaningless. Miu, but says, Abaye in explaining the opinion of Gamliel, Emra Bonon, when does the when did the Rabbanon say this? Hayyvama that betzat bechad hetzad mahani begat. When was that get effective? That each Yavam has the ability to break the zika that he has with his Yavamba with the get. Bechad sad mahani bemaimer. A little better. What the Gemara is saying is that every person is made up of a Yuvama, and every part, the part that the Yibam works on is not the part that the Maimer works on. The part in this Yuvama, where you did the get, is not the same part, we'll try to explain it in a physical way, that it's, it affects different organs of the, to, of the person. Again, Bechat Sari, Mahani Beget, on one part, that the get is part of the yivama, it's effective. Bechatzad, on one part of the yivama, the mimer is helpful, that it strengthens the zika. And each one of these acts only works partially. Each one, each zika that a yivama has, it, on one part of that zika, the get is effective, and one part of the zika, the mimer is effective. So therefore, Get get Therefore, one get after another get will not be effective because whatever the get could do, it did. And therefore, the second get can't do. But the maimerachem, and similarly, maimerachem maimer will not be effective because whatever the maimer could do, it, the maimer did. Get get so therefore, when you give the second Yuvama a get, it's meaningless, because whatever a get could do in this relationship, there it does. And whatever it doesn't do, it won't do. Again, for the same reason. Whatever the Mimer is going to be able to do, it has done. 
the Karen Lekama, whatever it's able to do, it has done. However, get Achemimer, when you do a get after Mimer, or you do Mimer Achemimer, there they're affecting different parts of the person. Since they're affecting different parts of the relationship, they're not talking to the same part of the relationship, and therefore they can work simultaneously. And that's why there's get acha mimer, and there's mimer, uh, there's mimer acha get. The way the Mi'iri helps us understand this, the Mi'iri says, just like we see that the chalitza is effective, and once it's effective for one of the Yvamas, it's effective for all of the Yvamas, so too the get. If it's effective, it's effective completely. And the same thing with the mimer. If it's effective, when it's effective, it's as effective as it's going to go, but it only has ability to be somewhat effective. And presumably, the explanation is because the because the it's only an effective means midrabonim. So explain Rashi. How do we understand now the machloikus of chachamim Rav Gamliel? That mimer, whatever mimer could do, it will do, and whatever it, whatever the one mimer will do, and a second mimer is not going to make it any better. The chum say that mimer was given to every individual separately. The Taisus explains that the machloikus between the chacham and Ram Gamliel, according to Abaya, is not a machloikus in the lomdus of how we understand get. How do we understand get? And how we understand Maimer. Rather, he explains the Machlaikis of Ragamlil and the Chachamim is very much related to a much more fundamental issue. And it goes back to what we spoke about in yesterday's Shir. That is, do, is the reason to make Xeris or not? Another way of understanding the Machlaikis of Ragamlil and Chachamim, I saw in the Orochoner. The Orochoner explains. The Demachloikis is actually connected to a discussion that we had earlier in Amasechta. We learned many times in Amasechta. One Yavam could do for all the Yavam, for all the brothers. And one wife can, whatever happens to her, is effective for all the wives. So the way to understand the Gemara, explains Daruch Lener, how do we understand that? Do we understand that there's a separate Chiv for every Yavam separately, and for every Yavama separately. Just the Torah said that if it's done once, it's enough. Or do we learn it's a Shlichus? And perhaps that's the Machloikus. According to Gamliel, it's a Shlichus. All the brothers are a Shlich for one brother. And all the Yavamas are a Shluchim for all the other Yavamas. If that's the way we're going to learn, if that's the way we're going to learn, so then we could understand why why the halacha will be that once it's done for one, it's good for all. If we're going to learn, however, that everybody has a separate zika, so when the zika is completely eliminated with the ways that the Torah suggested zika can be eliminated, so it's eliminated. But when it's not eliminated, so when it's not completely eliminated, just because it was eliminated by one, doesn't mean it will be eliminated for the other. Beautiful explanation. Rabbanon. Rabbanon explained. Get. Every Yavam, every Yavama has the right to get a get. 
and every Yivama has the right to get a Yivamimer. And since every one of them has the right to get their own get, or their own Mimer, and going back to what we just said, and since get and Mimer are not really the rice of the concepts, the only the Rabban of the concepts, that's why just because one got it, it doesn't help for the other ones. Continues the Gemara. Now the Gemara comes to explain what Ragamlil said in the Brysa, that even though Ragamlil in the Gemara said, in the Mishnah, said, he said there is Maimer Achabiya. That means if there was a get given and then there was Bia, and then there were, if there was a get and then Bia, and then the order was get, and there's a get after the Bia, because the Mimer, in other words, we had Mimer get, Mimer Bia get, in that case, even though the Bia is very powerful, as we keep on repeating, that's what the Torah spoke about. That's what the Torah says is the way to make the Yuvom your wife. Still, it's a Bia Psula, because it was a Bia that was done after the get was given to one of the other Yuvomis, or after Maima was done with one of the other Yuvomis. And therefore, that Bia is not a strong Bia. And therefore, it's a defamimer. In a way, it's stronger than a mimer, and it's grimmer mimer. And on the other way, it's weaker than a mimer. And the Bryce explains itself. A defamimer, deal mimer, acha mimer, as Rabbi Gamaliel teaches us, loy mahani doesn't have any validity. Vila bia acha mimer. If bia, if mimer was done in one of the wives, and then bia was done in the next wife, mahani, because Rabbi Gamaliel is going to agree that the mimer is not a derisive way that she becomes your wife. Since the Mimer is not a derisive way that she becomes your wife, and Bia is effective with the so that's why we can't discount that Bia. But on the other hand, it's Grima Mimer. It's in a way worse than a Mimer. Deal a Mimer, if somebody gave a get to one of the Yuvamas, and then he does Mimer, Karnil Kulish the get. That means whatever the get doesn't accomplish, the mimer could accomplish. And that's why a mimer, another mimer, would not be effective. That means if there was a get, and then a mimer, and then another mimer, the second mimer, Ragamil would consider it meaningless. Ragamil's opinion is a mimer. Vila biacha get, if there was a get given, and then b was done, the Kenyan is not complete. The mimer that's done after the bia, since it's a weak bia, because it's followed a get or a mimer, the halacha will be that the mimer that will be done after that bia, again, because it's a weak bia, because it's a bia that's following a get or a mimer, that mimer that will follow it will require a get. In other words, if you'll have a, a, a get be a mimer, You'll have mimer be a mimer. The loch is that the second mimer is meaningless. But if you'll have mimer in one, or get in one, and then be in another one, and then you'll do a mimer, since when you did the, the beer, it was a weak beer, the loch will be that you're going to have to have a get to that mimer. Tonabon. And the Bryce continues. Kate's Ramar Gamliel. Had Ramar Gamliel explain, ain't get, get. 
have two widows that fell to one Yavam. And he gave a get to each one of these Yavamas. He should do Chalitza with the first one. He can't do Yibam with either of them. Because once he gave a get, as we discussed in our previous year, once a get was given, this home is no longer a home where Yibam is going to be done. And we sh- so we're going to have to do Chalitza. So we might as well do the Chalitza to the first woman who got a get. And let's explain why. Because according to Gamliel, and get a get. So the second get doesn't have any real meaning. Since the second get doesn't have any real meaning, we're much better off, explains Rav Gamliel, to do with her, so that woman, so go back to the first woman, where the get was given, do chalitza with her, and all the halachas that apply to your chalutza and to the relatives of your chalutza will obviously kick in. And the second woman, you can marry her relatives. Because if you're going to do get with the first woman that you gave a get to, and then you're going to give the second woman a get, which we say in Kointer doesn't count. And then you're going to do chalitza with her. So the first woman is your balas I get. The second woman is your chalutza, and you'll be usher to both of those women's relatives. And therefore, do chalitza with the first one's relative, and indeed, you'll be usher with her relatives, which you are anyway, because the get that you have given her, and then the second one, it will be considered as if you did nothing with her. Since you did nothing with her, you'll be mutter with her relatives. The Chamaimrim, with the Chamim, who hold get, get, ach, get is considered. So therefore, nothing got lazu, got lazu. So once you gave a get to either of them, they're both going to be considered like women that you gave a get to, that as we learned so often, you become also to her relatives. Usser bekrayvishteim because the chacham hold yesh get achaget. Since the chacham hold yesh get achaget, both getting are something that we have to consider, and therefore it doesn't make a difference with who you do the chalitza. The chalitza lachman because of course you have to do chalitza because the Torah only recognizes chalitza; it doesn't recognize the get by itself. Continues the brayso. The kenat oimer so would be the halacha b'shnei vamim vivam achas that each one of Yivamim gave a get to one of the Yivamis. So Rav Gamliel, who holds, ain't get ach a get. The first get is considered a valid get, and at that point she's considered like Rushasai. The second get, again, Rav Gamliel's opinion, of ain't get ach a get is discounted. So you could marry the, the Yavam who gave a get to the second Yavama to marry her relatives. And therefore do Chalitza now with the first one Whose get is counted, and don't do chalitza with the second one that she should become. She and her relatives should not become also. Ketzad continues the brayso further. Ketzad Omer Ragamliel Eimamachamamer. What is the circumstance? Ragamliel said Eimamachamamer explains the Gemara. You have two yavams shnafel fnei yavam echad. You have two yavams that fell to one yavam. Vasa mamer bezu umamer bezu, and then he did mamer in both of those yavamas. So says Rav Gamliel, again, because Rav Gamliel holds a mimer, ach a mimer. So says Rav Gamliel, noisen get l'rushoyna. Do, you have to give her a get, because that's the only way to break the mimer. And you can't do yibum. Yibum is no longer a option. 
Why is Yibam no longer an option? Because you did Mimer with the second wife. And the Rishonim explained, it's really a Gemara that we had earlier, that really that Mimer should be nothing according to Gamliel. We keep on repeating, their Gamliel holds a Mimer and a Mimer. Still, Rabbi Gamliel was concerned that people will see that you did Mimer and they won't understand that the Mimer wasn't a valid Mimer. And therefore, Yibum is no longer, is certainly not an option here. The halachi is nice and get Lurishina. You gave, you gave the get, sort of give her a get. And and she's considered Yagarusha, and she said, and she's Yachalutza. So certainly you can't marry any of her relatives. But what was done with the second Yavama is meaningless. And therefore, Muta Bekrivis Shniya. So when Maimer was done with both Yavamis, the Allah will require the nice and get Lishtayim. You have to give a get to both of them. And you're going to be usher in the relatives of both of them. And Chalitza, Lachsman. But Chalitza will be required to one of them. Which one? Either. It doesn't make a difference. Because both of them had to, get, had to receive a get. Because Rabbanan's opinion is, Yesh Maimer Since both of them had to receive a get, the get, is, the get makes them into Yagrusha. So then any Chalitza doesn't make a difference to which one you're going to add it. You're anyway ready also with her relatives. The Kain Ata Oimer continues the Braisa. The same halacha would be Vishnei Yivamim. If there were two brothers and one Yivama. According to Rabbi Gamliel, the first brother who did Mimer, will, that Mimer will be counted. And the second Mimer that was done will be meaningless. The second brother who did Mimer and her will be meaningless. According to the Chamim, we're going to have to count both Mimers because according to the Chamim, Yesh Mimer, Acha Mimer. Omar, Mar, we learned in the Brisa. Nosen get, we get lazu, we get lazu. If you had two Yavamis and a get was given by the Yavam to both, by, to both of them. So as we explained a few moments ago, Ragamliel Oimer, Ragamliel's opinion was, the get that was given to the first one has validity. You can't do Yibam, obviously, anymore. You gave her a get. But you're going to still have to do Chalitza to cover the Deraisadiga requirements. But do Chalitza with the first one, because you're anyway already also with her relatives. Because you gave her a get. And you'll be mutter in the relatives of the second one, because the second one's get was meaningless. So the get was meaningless, and you don't do Chalitza with her, so her relatives are mutter to you. Says the Gemara, Maybe this b'risa is a refutation on what Shmuel taught us. Dama Shmuel. We learned earlier, Shmuel said. Shmuel says that Cholotz Lachoyis, if you did Chalitza on the sisters, Lainifteru Tzaris. Cholotz Lachoyis, Nifteru Tzaris. Shmuel taught us like this. There were two brothers married to two sisters, and each one of the brothers had another wife. So the Chalitza on the sisters is a weak Chalitza, because each one of them is a because both of them fell. Whereas the chalitza on the tsaris is perfect. So therefore Shmuel said, if you did chalitza on the tsara, no more requirements. But if you did chalitza on the sisters, then you have a problem. And Shmuel continued, and similarly, if you do chalitza on a woman who got a get, so her zika has been diminished by you having given her a get, 
So it won't help for tzara. And here we're learning that, on the contrary, Rabbi Gamliel is urging us to do chalitza with the woman who got the get. We keep on repeating because at least the other woman's relatives will not become us, will not become us to you that way. And you'll save yourself that the other women's relatives will be mutter. But Rabbi Shmuel said that since the chalitza that's given to a balas haget is a weak chalitza, so then that chalitza is not good enough to cover at tzara. And Rishmuel said you're going to have to do chalitza on both of them. So since you're going to have to do chalitza on both of them, what is shot in this b'risa? It won't be effective for the tzara. So if it won't be effective for the tzara, what is the advice to give chalitza dafka to the first one? And no, I have to give chalitza to both. When did I make, when was my opinion stated? I leave a demand Amr, yea, Zika. So Zika is powerful. And therefore, says Shmuel, a, a Zika that was diminished can't, can't break a good Zika. Gamliel's opinion is, ain't Zika. So the simplest pshat in understanding this statement is a pshat that I saw from Avar Benahar. If you hold, ain't Zika, so it's, there's no powerful, there's really no powerful band between the Yavim and the Yavama. And since there's not such a powerful band, so therefore, even a Chalitza that has a weakness is good enough to break it. But if you hold Jay Zika, so then the Zika is very strong. And since the Zika is very strong, a weak Chalitza cannot break a strong Chalitza, cannot break a strong Zika. Beautiful Pshat from Avram. Menahar. I think the Ramban tries to say a different pshat. His pshat is, what is the definition, or how do we understand the question of ye zika or ain zika? It, it, the Ramban says like this, if you hold ain zika, the zika, only, the only obligation is that your brother die without children, and, ain't, and you have to do something about it. And chalitza is the way to break it. Any chalitza could take care of that issue. But if you hold Yezika, Yezika doesn't only speak about the relationship between you and your brother. Rather, what Yezika speaks about is also your relationship with the Yavama. Yezika says that the relationship that's formed upon the death of the brother without children is not only a relationship that exists between the brothers, it's also a relationship that exists between the Yavam and the Yavama. And if one relationship is stronger and one relationship is weaker, so then that relationship that's weaker, the chalitza on the relationship was weak, which is weaker, will not be strong enough, will not be strong enough to break the other relationship, which is stronger. But now says the Gemara, Regamliel holds Ein Zika, and since Regamliel holds Ein Zika, these are not part of our considerations. Says the Gemara, with the Gemara is assuming that these two machloikasin that we've had in our shiurim about yesh get etc., is, and now we explain that Gamliel holds Ein Zika, travel together. So if Gamliel holds Ein Zika, it must be the Rabbanon hold Yezika. Zika. Ask the Gemara, Tani Seifa, what does it say in the safe? 
the machloikis that we have between Gamliel and the Chachamim also applies in the situation of Shnei Yivam V'yom Eches. Just like one Yavim gave get to two Yivamis, the Allah is one Chalitza will be adequate. If two Yivamim had, each one gave a get to this Yivama, then one Chalitza will be adequate. Now, if we hold Yezika, why would that be good? If a chalitza was done after a get or a mimer, which as we explained, weakens the chalitza, the loch is, you have to have every brother do chalitza. Because a weak chalitza doesn't have the ability to break everything. So here, when you had two yavamim giving a get, why would one chalitza be adequate? It should have to be two chalitza giving this same woman a get. The rabbanon agree one chalitza is good, but that chalitza is a weak chalitza. And if it's a weak chalitza, it shouldn't be good enough. Both of the brothers should have to do chalitza. You have to go to all the brother to get chalitza. Because, again, the way to understand is if you have a strong zika, and a weak chalitza, they can't live together. Says the Gemara. Amul Rabarafuna. So Rabarafuna will answer. Bain Ragmlil Bain Rabbanan. Everybody's going to agree Zika Just because Ragmlil held ain't Zika doesn't mean that Rabbanan have to hold Yezika. The Hocha, and the question over here is a separate independent question of if do we say that do we validate Gerachaget? Or do we not validate Machachamaimer Kamifli? Amamar, we learned in the Brice, Osamaimer Bazu, if Maimer was done in one of the Yvamas, and then Vosabazu, and then you did Maimer in the other Yvama, Ragamil, I'm a nice and get. You do give a get to the first one, because the second Maimer, Ragamil, completely discounts, because a Maimer, Acha Maimer, nice and get Lurishaina, Vachaylot's law. So the first mimer I consider, I have to break it with a get, and I also have to do chalitza. And then, of course, this woman, I'll be also in her relatives, because, both because she's my grusha and because she's my chalitza, and therefore also b'kray v'seha, or muta b'kray But the second one, the mimer was, it didn't count, so I don't have to give a get, and I'm not doing chalitza with her, so I can marry her relatives. Mirti says the Gemara, so Ragamil doesn't count the second mimer. Says the Gemara, if Ragamil doesn't count the second mimer, all you had here, all the halacha is viewing as the Gemara is the mimer that was done with the first yivama. I'm not thinking about the second yivama because her mimer doesn't count. A mimer mimer. And as we discussed many times as recently as our previous year, the way Chazal wanted it should be done is with Mimer and then Yibam. So then that should be a perfect case, where I did Mimer, and then I could do Yibam. Rishon and Amitis Yabim. Answers the Gemara, the reason it won't is Gzer Demos Libum People will see that I'm supposed to do a Yibam after the Chalitza, after the Mimer, but it's specifically the first Mimer, not the second Mimer. But people are not going to understand that. And people are going to think that I could choose to do Yibam with either one. That's, of course, not true. I only could do my Yibam with the first one. And in order to avoid that mistake, that's where Gamaliel said, don't do Yibam 
with either of them. Says the Gemara, Rabbi Yochanan Gamliel, Rabbi Shammai, Rabbi Shimon, Rabbi Azai, Rabbi Nechemya, all of them are of the opinion, Kula Svirlei, Maimah Kainah Kinyan Gomer. Maimah is very powerful. And Tosus makes a very important point. point that Tosus makes is, you, even though the Gemara is saying that they're all agreeing that Maimah Kainah, it's not that all of them agree perfectly with each other. They're speaking about different situations and they don't necessarily agree with each other. What it means to say is the Maimer does accomplish something. Like Rashi says, Kenya Choshev, it's a, something to be reckoned with, but not that they all exactly agree that Maimer Koine Kenyan Gomer. Because Rigamaliel says, A Maimer Acha Maimer. Bishamai, a mission that we learned earlier on Dafchov Tess. The Tanah Shloish Achim. If you have three brothers, Shnayim and Nesum L'Shtei Achoyes, two of them are married to two sisters, Vechad Mufna, and one brother is single. Meis Echem Mibal Achoyes, and now one of the brothers who was married to a sister passed away, and also a Mufna Maimer, and the brother who's single did Maimer in that widow. The other brother obviously could not have done. It was Achoyes Ishtai. Vakach Meis Achav Asheni, and then the second brother who's married to a sister, passed away. This wife, the wife whom he did mimer, the wife who, who the single brother did mimer with, is completely muttered to him. And we don't consider her a choy Because according to Beishamai, once mimer was done, according to Beishamai, once mimer is done, she is your, your wife. Velazu, and the wife of the second brother who died, also doesn't require Yibam Mechalitza, because she's a Chais Ishtoy. She's a Chais Mamoroi. She's the wife of the sister with whom you did Maimer. And Beishamai is giving Maimer a lot of power. So we see the power Beishamai gives, the power that Beishamai gives to Maimer. Rav Shimon, where do we see, continues the Gemara, Rav Shimon gives a lot of power to Maimer, the Tanya. We're going to learn when you have a Yavim that's only nine years old that had relations with his Yavim and then another brother who's nine years old had relations with her. The question is, what do we, how do we look at that second act? How do we look at that second act? Do we say that the bee is considered a valid bee? Or, on the other hand, we say that since he's not a godl, he can't make a kenyan. He can't make her his wife. And that's why the Chama hold that this bia is not like your usual bia when we speak in terms of Hilchas Yibam. That bia makes her your wife. It's only considered like a woman that you did mimer with. Now, what that means is that this woman had mimer from the two brothers. And according to the opinion of the Chum that we've been learning in our Shir, Yesh Maimer Acha Maimer. And since Yesh Maimer Acha Maimer, she can't ultimately marry either of them. Because each one of them, Maimer is considered valid. Rav Shimon disagrees, and he says that the first Bia is counted. The second one is not counted. Why? Because the first one, even if we'll say that the bia is not a strong bia, and why are we say that the bia is not a strong bia? Because he's only nine years old, 
and we're only equating it to a mimer, says of Shem Terechamim, in Bias Rishim if the first B is counted, then the Bias Shniya is nothing. In Bias Rishayna and Bia, but if you're going to say something done by a nine-year-old is nothing, then the second one is also nine years old. And we just said that the beer of a nine years old, the Chazal tweet, Chazal equated to Maimer. And what did Rav Shimon say? That the second beer is not a beer. Why? Because once Maimer was done, she is your wife. She's, she's married to you. And then what's done afterwards by another brother is meaningless clearly indicating the mimer makes you into a wife. Now, it's not, as Toysa said, a compelling proof how powerful mimer is. Why is it not a compelling proof how powerful mimer is? Very obvious. Because all we're saying is, it's either or. But the point is, that mimer accomplishes a lot, that the second act could be discounted. Ben-Azai, where do we see that Ben-Azai gives mimer strength? The Tanya, Ben-Azai, Aymer, Yesh, that one brother did Mimer, and then the second brother did Mimer, the Allah will be that she needs to get a get from both the brothers. That means, if the, this Yavam did Mimer in one of the widows, and then he did Mimer in the second widow, but as I says, that since Chazal made up a Kenyan Mimer, the Rabbanan gave each Yovim the power to do Mimer. Once he did Mimer, whatever Mimer could do, it does. So if one Yovim did Mimer, he could, his second act, the Mimer, is meaningless. Why is his second act meaningless? Because his first Mimer was so strong that the second act that he will do will be meaningless. Rav where do we see that Rav gives Kinyan Choshev, gives strength to Mimer? The time Rav Nechemya Oymer, if somebody did be in his Yavama, or somebody did Chalitza, whether the Mishnah, we, he was in the Mishnah we learned in our previous year, any time there was be or Chalitza, if there was be or Chalitza done at any point, that is final. Now, that Bia that was done after a Get or after a Mimer is a weak Bia, as we explained extensively in our pre- previous year. Yet, so says the Gemara, Psula, in the case that Bia was done after a get, so the Bia is a weak Bia, because he can't marry her. He gave her a get already. So it's a Bia Psula. And therefore, it's only equal in status. And still, even though it's a weak Bia, it's only equal to the status of a Mimer. Still, says the Gemara, that Enachre Klum. So we see that even though you have here a weak bia, Chazal give that bia a lot, a lot. Chazal give that bia, that mimer, a lot of strength. That once it's done, nothing afterwards, according to Rambam will be considered again a proof that mimer has a lot of strength.